on Tuesday nights. All we do is Sports Talk Atlanta. Tune in 8 p.m. Eastern with host Coach Willie Miller and sports journalist Princess Cooper. Our focus will be on high school football in Georgia and Florida. Then we get you ready with all the sports talk news of the week around the world. We can't wait for you to stop by Never Had It So Good Sports Radio for the best sports show in America on Tuesday night. Let's go! Hi, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. I'm excited. It is time for Sports Talk Atlanta. And we're launching a new format this year with two new hosts. That is myself and one of my good friends, and that is Coach Willie Miller out of Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to him and happy birthday to him. Um, Leos are the best in the country. I also want to apologize for technical difficulties. Last night we missed the 6.30 show with Paul Hamilton. Um, So we had him on tonight at 6.30, and where are they now? And also the professional contributors will get them back here next Monday. We cleared everything up. We've had a great um, show scheduled tonight, 6.30, Paul Hamilton. We had on the experts, and that is Coach Jay Hayes, Steve Thornton, Coach Donald Jones, Tim Moore, and Duck Riley in our first hour. Um, Ricky Porter, a part of that crew, too. So thank you, gentlemen. We got a chance to talk about um, the Pac-12 and how they have gone or how they are just down to four now. But with Coach Willie Miller, I want to talk some some Georgia high school and then some Florida high school and then get us some opinion on a few other things going on in the NFL and college football. It is that time of the season, and I, and I am excited about it. I want to see what the SEC does this year uh, uh, co- collectively a lot of great coaches, and I want to ask Willie Miller about that, too. Let me welcome in my co-host, Coach Miller. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Francis. How are you doing? Doing really good. Again, I want to good. say happy birthday. I said it off air. Happy birthday, sir. You just seem to be getting younger and younger. I, I feel like I'm getting younger and younger. I appreciate <laughs> Amen. it. Amen. My my pleasure for sure. So I want to ask you, here we are, and I think Georgia High School football gets started this Friday, Coach. Um, talk a little bit about what you're anticipating. What are a couple of the matchups this Friday um, in Georgia High School football, especially where you are in the Atlanta area? Well, actually, Georgia High School football gets started tomorrow night. Um, wow. The Cokie Carroll Classic. Um, we have part viewing uh Kale High School, uh, they kick it off at uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Paul View travels down to Cobb County to Kale, which um, uh, most times they have a pretty good solid program. I do know they have some um, pretty good athletes out there, uh, but it should be a game. shouldn't be a problem for Paul View. But the biggest matchup we're looking at right now is Langston Hughes, 6A champion, uh, ranked number one in the state of Georgia, versus Carrollton. Um, yeah. They lost in the uh, semis. However, they're ranked number two in the state of Georgia, and they have the big-time quarterback, Juju, out there. And uh, Langston Hughes has the big-time quarterback, uh, Aaron Nolan, who's committed to Ohio State. So that's a pretty good matchup there. Now, Langston Hughes lost a lot of lot of players, but um, mm-hmm. they got a lot of players coming back. They, they just, they're athlete loaded. So uh, that's, the, that's the biggest matchup we're looking for in week one. You know, Coach, you just mentioned that in Langston Hughes, Buford, and then, of course, there's Park View. When you are watching Georgia 
um, football there in Atlanta, it really is like a preview into a lot of premium college athletes, four and five stars. Am I correct about that? You're correct. And, 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 and right now the state of Georgia is loaded from top to bottom. You start down the bottom with Lowndes, Lowndes High School, Valdosta High School, and you come on all the way up to the top. Um, and we're talking from single A to four A. Uh, the state of Georgia is loaded with three, four, and five stars. Um, SEC, Big Ten, ACC, they're, they're, it's nothing to go through a high school campus and see these guys hanging around just watching athletes. And, you know, all these guys go against each other in the 707, so that makes it a little more richer. Yeah, yeah. And 707, we can talk about that for its own yeah. show and how popular that has become. You know, Coach, you mentioned yeah. Lowndes County, which is Valdosta, and then Colquitt County. Um, and t- you put Thomasville in there, and then you got right there Mill Creek, Buford, all of those, and it makes for a rich high school um, tradition right now, and rich in that um, I-, I think some of the target area is to come to Atlanta if you come in to recruit, maybe go to South Florida, um, and then after that I think it's Texas. After Atlanta and Miami, I, I think you go to Texas. Um, what your thoughts about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. I really think right now, man, we we know about what the state of Florida, California, and Texas have been doing over the years. However, yeah. I think Georgia's the hottest state right now. Um, yeah. Georgia's just right now, I mean, skill position, lineman-wise, uh, Georgia's the hottest state for recruiting right now. Um, we got these guys holding mega camps here in Georgia uh, to draw the kids there. Um, it, it's just it, top to bottom, and we can drop right off right here and Gwinnett County, and, um, you know, it's like the SEC right here in Gwinnett. You go down yeah. to South Georgia and Region 1, same thing. Like, you know, the SEC, uh, everybody, all the kids want to play in Region 1 or come up here to Gwinnett County. Uh, they know they're going to get seen. They know they're going to get noticed. If they do the work, they're going to get noticed. So, yeah, it's some it's – some, well, I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah, can't wait for tomorrow night. Uh, a shout-out to, 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 to Parkview. Yeah, but I want to ask you, Coach, do you feel, because that's my thought process, and not that Kirby Smart just became the premier coach. I think he was there. He was knocking on the door three years ago, and then I think he just knocked it over the past two years. Yeah. But because of the success of Kirby Smart and bringing Georgia back to prominence in college football, has that helped high school football in Georgia? Well, I mean, high school football in Georgia has been solid for the last 10 years. So when you when you look at it, I mean, this is where Alabama was coming and getting most of their players from. Uh, you know, Florida, Tennessee, everybody comes to the state of Georgia, number one for linemen, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been pretty solid for the last 10 years. Um, you know, everybody recruits here. And you got to think about it, Georgia's had the top one, two, three, four, five recruiting classes even with Mark Rick, he just didn't win with him. That's you know? right. Yeah, and, and, right. and he recruited in state very well. Mm-hmm. He just he just mm-hmm. couldn't win with him. You know, so uh here come Kirby. He knows what's here, he knows that's why he that's why he held off for the Georgia job. I mean Kirby was mm-hmm. off the jobs way before Georgia. But he held off for the Georgia job because he knew recruiting would be easy here. He's a good recruiter as it is. And then it would just be easy. You know, these kids yeah. would stay home. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and and we're speaking of recruits, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson, all from the state mm-hmm. uh, of of Georgia, and all oh, went on, went on to be yeah, um, excellent yeah. national champion quarterbacks, and now they're in the NFL. So and, and we could go on and on with that. Um, I'm going to move to um, preseason coach in Georgia. It's six. Preseason number one, I asked you live on radio a couple of weeks ago, can they do it again? And you disappointed me by saying, Princess, I think they can do it again. I know they have three quarterbacks that are competing against each other. I got a chance to see um, a camp practice uh, a couple of days ago, and all three really look well to me. I don't know if they've made a decision yet. But your thoughts about, again, Georgia being preseason number one, and I really don't see anybody on their schedule that can knock them off that perch coach we could be into november and saying that they're at number one or two in the nation but i don't see anyone tripping them up right now um they got three quarterbacks competing but they're they're solid at all the skill positions but once again they're getting ready to come back with one of the premier defenses in the country you know um they, they they're who they are i mean they just did the recruiting uh the kids are going there the kids believe in kirby and what what he's selling um, and he's, what he's selling is the NFL. You work hard, you go to the NFL. Simple as that. And they, they're buying into it, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if they came. I think they play Auburn like week seven, uh, six or seven. They'll be undefeated when they get there. They'll be undefeated after that game. Um, <laughs> and they, and it is what it is. And, you know, they right now on this schedule – the only trips I see is Florida, Auburn, Tennessee. Those are all trap games for Georgia that they can get too high for. But if Tennessee comes in with one loss, they're going to be really high. And after that mm-hmm. game last year that, where they got so disappointed, uh, we know that um, the Florida-Georgia game, uh, it's going to be high, but I don't think Florida has enough athletes uh, for them. Auburn and Georgia, always a good contest. Uh, I think Georgia is about – I mean, Auburn is about two years away from even being able to compete uh, with Georgia. They'll be able to compete with everybody else, but not with Georgia. Yeah, and 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 I and I go through this probably every week as we get um, closer to college football. That Georgia Bulldogs lost eight or nine in, in the NFL draft, and I want to say they lost yeah. eight or nine players in the first two rounds. Um, Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, they really lost a lot. And then at the end, you know, they, Stetson Bennett is now in the NFL too. But you're telling me, and, and from everything that I've seen, they are reloading and they have not had many injuries in fall camp they as we play. head into to, to the first week. Go ahead, Coach. And, and, and when, when, when quarterbacks see what Stetson Bennett did, I don't know if you saw him in the first preseason game, but Stetson Bennett, everybody said he's 25 years old. He looked like a veteran. Uh, solid decisions, you know. Yep. Threw the, threw the ball like they wanted him to throw the ball. They didn't, they're not ever going to ask him to throw deep downfield, you know. Exactly. Um, they're, they're not going to ever ask him to do that. If he looked downfield, see somebody wide open, then fling it on down there. But his game is mid, mid-level, mid 10, 15-yard passes. Get it to the guy and let them do what they do. And he did that proficiently. Um, so, you know, Georgia's solid. They're getting ready to bring out the number one, probably the best tight end we've seen in a, in a long time 
going to hit the NFL next year. You know. Yeah. Um, um, and and, and I'm surprised that didn't, he didn't come out this year. Go ahead, Coach. Right. And you saw Jalen Carter. I don't know if you saw him this weekend. He had two sacks this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and was pressuring the quarterback. Um, uh, we saw Georgia players all through the first week of, of preseason. We did, and I tried not to see him, and I think Jalen Carter is with the Eagles. Um, I got a chance yes. to watch Stetson Bennett because I think that was kind of a rematch between he and the quarterback from TCU. Uh-huh. Got a chance to see him, yes. and you are correct. He looked like he belonged, and he looked comfortable. He didn't look confused at all, and um, that's not a testament all. to how he played and how he developed at Georgia. Um, Coach, I want to get to – go ahead. Similar offenses. Uh, the Rams in Georgia. Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Similar offenses, and maybe that's why he was drafted. I'm sure that there had to be yes. some um, continuity of someone he knew from, you know, um, Georgia or that knew him and, and what they were running to say, hey, I think this guy can fit, fit our style of play on offense here. And he really did look good. Um, I thought C.J. Stroud exactly did look as well. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. They knew he can run that offense. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and he did, and um, I'm sure he'll get a little bit more time in week two while they still rest. Um, gosh, I can't remember his name. Um, while while they rest, you know, quarterback one, and then see what they have. Coach, coach, I want to get to SEC coaches, and and I've been asking this, or maybe just in my mind thinking about it all 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 off season, and that is, I think the. The coaching level um, and the richness of coaches in the SEC is at an all-time high with Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, um, then there's Lane Kiffin, there's Jimbo Fisher. Hugh Freeze is no joke for sure. Um, He has the winning formula. The coaches in the SEC, there is a good nucleus of them that are really, I think, probably the best right now in any conference. Your thoughts about that? Same. As I know it right now. That, that's the best thing. I mean, the Big Ten has some pretty good coaches over there mm-hmm. as well. However, I don't think none of them line up with the SEC. ACC got some pretty good coaches, but from top mm-hmm. to bottom, uh, the yeah. SEC has the best coaching lineup uh, there is that, that I've seen in a conference. Uh, yeah. I want, I'm going to go back and say ever, you know. But, you know, um, and I don't want to give Brian Kelly a whole lot of credit because, you know, but he has done well at LSU. I think he has them on track. I think Hypo has come in and brought in what he was doing at Oregon and done very well with it. Um, I think Shane Beamer has has um, the Gamecocks at least looking like they're better than what, you know, Steve Spurrier left. Um, so it's even just those two, you know, um, yeah, that, that we're talking about. Collection. Definitely the best collection. Yeah. Yeah. For and, not, sure. and not only that, not only the, the head coaches, but coordinators, D coordinators, offense coordinators. This is the mm-hmm. best collection. I agree. I agree. Coach, hold on right there. Let's take a break. On the other side, I'm going to get some predictions from you. I want to know what you think about West Virginia, Penn State, FSU, LSU, Florida, Utah, North Carolina, South Carolina. When we come back from break, it is Sports Talk Atlanta. Got my co host with me, Willie Miller. And we'll be right back. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. 
You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. All right, we're back with Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio, and it is time for Sports Talk Atlanta. I am Princess Cooper with my co-host, Willie Miller. We'll get him back in just a moment. want to give a shout-out. Tomorrow is Sports Talk with K-Walk, the young man out of New Jersey, and his co-host is out of Orlando, Florida. On Thursday, she knows sports, and we'll get together with Brittany Jones. And on Sunday at 7 p.m., we launch a new show, um, Two Track Coaches out of New Jersey who are retired from high school coaching. They will be um, starting their new show at 7 o'clock on Never Had It So Good. Let me welcome in Coach Miller. And uh, Coach Miller, I want to talk about some of the key matchups coming up to it and the reason that I give you West Virginia versus Penn State. Um, a couple of the guys graduated from Penn State, played for Penn State and played for West Virginia. But your thoughts about that one? I think that, that West Virginia is going to be a little bit – outmatched in this game, but of course that's why you play them. Your thoughts about that one coming up, Penn State, West Virginia? Yeah, from what I understand, Penn State is loaded. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what they have coming back at the quarterback position, but they're loaded at the skill position. They had um, two dynamic freshman running backs last year, freshman receivers, and, um, you know, they played, played really good last year. So um, yeah. don't expect anything different. If they, uh, was able to, if they are, are able to plug in a quarterback, they're going to be really good. Um, yeah. Defensively, you know, they're always solid. And uh, I, I don't think West Virginia, uh, they've made it back quite yet. Yeah, I, I don't think West Virginia has had. My pick is um, Penn State. And I know you got somebody on your end that's not going to like that pick. But, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But a shout-out to Jason Collins, who's on the network, and he was a defensive back for Penn State. And, of course, Duck Riley was a running back for West Virginia. But West Virginia's not back yet, and they haven't been um, offensively productive since Will Greer left. Um, And um, you know what? Uh, So they're struggling. But um, Duck Riley's grandson, my co-host, is on that West Virginia team. I'm wishing him well. But that's going to be tough going. And Clifford, who was the quarterback for Penn State, I watched him, and I think he played for um, Green Bay. He was 18 of 20 um, in his completion, um, uh, um, passing completion on Saturday, and I, I thought he had a good game. So they're still trying to replace their, their quarterback, Penn State is. But I'm picking Penn State too, Coach. Um, uh, I, I think they are, they, they are going to be one of those in, in, in the Big Ten. Look out for Michigan and Ohio State, but I think Penn State is right there. Um, Coach, I really want to know your thoughts about FSU, LSU. Um, you know how I feel about FSU, but I'm I still a fo- football um, fan, and their their quarterback Travis, and I don't remember his last name, looks really well. He looked well at the end of last season, and I think he's coming back this year. And I think they got them some horses on defense, but LSU looks good too. Your thoughts about this game? Uh, I, I like FSU. Uh, the Travis kid at quarterback. Um, they're, mm-hmm. they're solid at the skill positions for the first time in a long time. Um, yeah. 
defensively they're going to be solid. Um, I mean, LSU is going to be solid. I'm not sold on that quarterback, um, the, the, the kid, the transfer from Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. Not sold on it. And I, I just think FSU is just going to, going to win that game. Are you surprised, Coach Miller, that Brian Kelly has um, gotten them in the position to win? They look going look good going down the stretch last year, um, and I think they are a preseason top ten. Are you surprised that he's been able to recruit um, not, and acclimate not, not so quickly? Not wow. surprised at all. Not surprised at all because he's always been able to recruit. So every, yeah. everywhere he's been, he's been able to recruit. And he's and he's a solid coach, you know. Um, yeah. And that's why he went. To, he went to LSU because uh, uh, um, he wanted to recruit. Notre Dame just wasn't bringing him athletes that he's used to recruiting, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he goes to LSU where he knows that, you know, the kids are going to come. You know, he just got to get them coached up and get the right staff. And so he's about yeah. a year or two away. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's a quarterback, maybe a quarterback away. Um, but I, I just think uh, Florida State got the weapons now. And like I said, the, the young man, Travis, uh, he looks really mm-hmm. good. Um, he, he knows his deal. He knows where where to try to throw the ball at. And he's not a deep ball thrower. Get it to my guys mm-hmm. that, can, that can win the ball game. Yeah. And he's an older yeah. quarterback, too. Um, I think he's 24, 25 years old. So he's uh-huh. an older quarterback. Yeah. Um, they mature. came to college. Yeah, very mature, and I and I think I saw that um, late in the season. Um, Coach, I always kind of try to stick a little bit of Florida in here. Um, we've talked about this. They just named <laughs> – <laughs> bear with me, Coach. Um, uh, they they named their starting quarterback, Graham Merce, who was a transfer from Wisconsin. Um, they mm-hmm. have two horses at running back, and they're headed to Utah, which I think is going to be – um, um, a big game to try to kick off your season with. Um, maybe the fact that um, Cam Rising, their starting quarterback for last year, tore his ACL in the bowl game. Um, so I don't think he'll be ready. But this is going to be a tough game to try to win and to go to Utah with such a young team, and, and especially when you were already 6-6 six and six last year. It's going to be a tough win for Florida. However, yeah. if they can pull it off. Um, that's that's a, that's a lot of momentum to go into the season. Um, you go yeah. down there and beat Utah. Not many people go down there and do that. You know. That's right. So uh, even without Graham rising, you know, we know Utah they keep some players because they go they go behind the bushes and recruit players. You know, and they mm-hmm. find them rams in the bush. Uh, however, it's it's hard to go down in Utah and win a ball game. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know. You know. Florida's quarterback situation. Uh, I know they got the running backs. I'm not sure, you know, the receivers. But um, I, so I like Utah. I like Utah, even without uh, Grant Rodgers. Yeah, Coach, I'm, I'm a, you know, I could lean that way easily. I'm just not going to go against my team, so I'm just going to be just quiet. But it. I think you're right. Can't do it. Can't do it, even when um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting me straight in the face. Um, the one thing I can say, though, Coach, is that Kyle Whittington, Willingham, Whittington, has been the head coach mm-hmm. there since since Urban Meyer yeah. left. That means he yeah. is, you know, he's been there 10, 15 years already, and, and he can and really he recruit. Yes. 
Yes. He's had opportunities to leave, and he turned them down. Yes. As a matter of fact, the head coach from Stanford left um, this past year, and they were looking at, at him, and, and he said, no, I'm going to stay mm-hmm. where I am. And even before that, yeah. he's had opportunities to move on. But he, he, he it, you know, when they were in the Pac-12, he was probably the longest tenured right there, um, yeah. and they have moved on to the Big 12. Um, I wanted to get South Carolina, North Carolina in just because I am here in Columbia, South Carolina. Rattler has lived up to the height the last part of last yeah. season. They they, they yeah. came back and beat Tennessee, and then they took care of Clemson, which that was a big deal considering they hadn't done that in about four or five years here. So they seem to be really – high on South Carolina, but they're going to Charlotte to play North Carolina. Your thoughts about that? They look really, really good. They're going, mm-hmm. you know, um, they look like they have the pieces in place, uh, but I just don't know if um, they're going to have the pieces to contend against this kid, the quarterback out of North Carolina. He can really yeah. throw that ball. Uh, I know North mm-hmm. Carolina lost their top two receivers also. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. when we talk about Georgia. Uh, the number one receiver was out of Georgia, um, and they lost him. So uh, I think it's going to be tough for South Carolina. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. And and they're trying to pull off, you know, um, um, the first two games and get ready to go to Georgia between the hedges. But I don't know if they can go up there and beat a Mac Brown um, team that I think is well coached. Um, so yeah. that's going to be tough. For sure, and I think I'm leaning towards North Carolina too, um, Coach. That's I want to move, yeah, move over to the NFL, <laughs> and I want to start with Dalvin Cook signing a one-year wow. agreement with the Jets. And wow. your thoughts about this team now in the AFC East with Buffalo and with Miami and New England? They're looking pretty good, Coach. I, you know what I think? I just I've been I've been at a meeting all, all day long. So I miss. And uh, as soon as I come out and I looked at him, I was like, whoa. I think what the Jets saw, they saw their defense, they saw their offense the last two games, and they said, we're right at the tip. We're right at the tip of possibly winning this thing. I mean, if we can do what we did with Aaron Rodgers hadn't even hit the field yet. Um, Our top corners haven't even hit the field yet. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, We're there. And uh, that's a big, big, big signing, uh, Davin Cook. That's a big signing, Coach. And I think big you're signing. right. I, I think they see the light at the end of the ton, uh, end mm-hmm. of the tunnel, and that de- defense is nasty. And they made um, Carolina Panthers just look sick. Um, they need some protection for Bryce Young. But you know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't played yet, and the. Uh, Sauce Garden, I don't think his plate yet, but they have no. themselves a defense. And then for them they to go ahead defense. and say, okay, we're going to go get some desperate running back. We have the quarterback we've been looking for. We we even bought him Randall Cobb from Kentucky because he knows the offense. Right. And as you said, as you said, he's going to be a coach on the field and in the locker room, and um, and can be productive too. Um, and, at right. least the Jets, I think, are are rivaling what we think maybe Miami is going to do or Buffalo is going to do. I just really mm-hmm. love what Miami has. If I really love that. I want yeah. to put you on the spot. Who wins that division? Because, okay, the, the Patriots got Ezekiel Elliott, but I just think he's fallen off. 
But yeah. who's one, two, yeah. three, four yeah. in that AFC East division, Coach? Uh, I, 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 I have to say it. I think it's Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Um, four, okay. I'm not sure, but I think it's Jets, Bills, Dolphins, very close. Um, I think all three of them are going to be fighting for first place because once they beat up each other, then, uh, you know, you're talking two losses or whatever where they beat up each other. You yeah. know, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, I just think that, um, you know, whoever comes out of there with one loss against each other, you know, uh, but the Jets look very, very strong, you know. They did. They did. Yeah. And, Coach, I'm not going to keep you much longer. I want to ask you, what did you take from preseason week one in the NFL? Um, I like Derek Carr and what he did for the Saints. I looked at Justin Fields and thought he was doing some things. Um, but after that, I was concerned about some of the other quarterbacks. Um, but what can you take from um, the NFL week week one preseason? Anything at all? Well, well it's obvious. Nobody played, nobody played the number ones. Um, nobody played their number ones. Very few teams played their number ones. Obviously, yeah. uh, Denver wanted to see, you know, what they had, and 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 they they love vanilla. Um, the teams that played their number ones, and I was surprised Kansas City played uh, uh, their guy. Yeah. However, uh, well, that game turned it turned into it eventually turned into a regular season game. So they <laughs> they started playing like they were playing for a playoff. Um, but uh, I just think nobody played nobody. I think the Jets uh, showed what they had. You know, you saw the, the Falcons didn't look bad. I mean, Dolphins didn't play, you know, any of their players. Uh, but the Falcons didn't look bad. We saw right now that the Falcons, um, we'll see this week, but based on what they put on the field and, and just their scheme-wise, they look like they're going to be dangerous as well. You know, um, the Saints are going to be dangerous. But mm-hmm. – um, as we see it, you know, nobody really played their number one. So, you know, yeah. it's. I think it's going to be pretty good. We're going to see some number ones this week, and then they're going to go into that last preseason game. And once again, nobody's going to play their number ones. We're going to, you know, have a bunch of guys get cut uh, and move around. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, the Jets look mighty strong. That's all I can say. And and the Bears. The Bears look mighty strong with Justin Fields. Yeah. He got a few weapons now. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. You know, with those weapons, people are really going to be putting the pressure on him. So we'll see what yeah. we can, we can, what he can do. And you know, the Raiders didn't look bad, and we saw another hometown Georgia kid, Duke Shelley, playing defensive back, lights out. You know, um, mm-hmm. so the Raiders didn't look bad as, as, as well. Now the the 49ers, What do you think about the quarterback situation? Now I see why they're well, so high on Purdy because they know they didn't have nothing. They they don't have a quarterback in, in Trey Lance. I, I still don't think he's ready. No. And this is year number no. three. Um, so yeah. they are putting all no. their eggs in, yeah, in the in the Brock basket Brock for Lane. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they hope that he's healthy. Um, yeah. You know, I like Justin Fields, Coach. Um, DJ Moore came from the Panthers, and he yeah. looks like he's playing yeah. that Debo Samuel um, position. Yeah. Justin Fields looks like he's he's really comfortable. Um, but I want to end with this one, Coach, and that is B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Desmond Ritter. If they can all come to the yeah. table and really play well, and if Kyle Pitts can stay healthy, I think the Falcons has them has themselves something. The Falcons, they do have something. Defensively, 
Uh, that's I think that's what we're looking at. Uh, the defensive line mm-hmm. will be solid, but that linebacking crew, uh, I don't know about them, but they they're going to be solid. So you know, yeah, we, we, we'll see. Yeah, yeah you know, but Bijan will this week. He's going to get his yeah. first action this week, and uh, we'll see. And um, everything I'm hearing, you know, they, they they had a report in the paper how they had Bijan ranked as the third uh, quarterback on the depth chart. And I said, well, think about it, guys. They had a guy ran for over 1,000 yards last year. They got Peterson. Uh, do they really mm-hmm. need to name a starter? We know Bijan's going to come on and he's going to play, and he's going to be a difference maker. He's going to be a difference maker. Yeah. They wouldn't have drafted him so high if they didn't, they no. didn't you know, think he no. could be an impact. And, and I, I think he's in there week one, two, or three, you know, for sure. He, so, he's a difference yeah. maker. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. For sure. And I see you you and Phyllis at, at a few Falcons games every year. So um, uh-huh. we, we, get, we get to see it from a different perspective and have you report on it on Tuesdays, Coach. Yes, I won't hold you any yes, longer. Ma'am. I appreciate okay. you. We'll get at it next next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Have a great evening. Hey, we appreciate you here in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you, Princess. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Bye-bye. Phyllis. You all have a great evening. Never had it so good for okay. Talk Radio. We'll be back 8 p.m. next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.